Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. And welcome. So happy to be here today with you and Danielle. And and Danielle is here to talk about a topic that for most of us entrepreneurs, we just don't even want to think about. We want to avoid it, but we have to deal with it. We have to deal with our finances every day of the week. And it can be a challenge. It can be overwhelming. And uh, I don't know about most people I know who are in the coaching business or who are moms, like they just don't want to deal with it. Um, good, bad, right, or wrong. That's just, that's just the deal. But um, Danielle, this is your, this is your genius. And I'd love to hear about your story, like how you got here. Um, and um, yeah, a little bit more about you. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for having me here. I love sharing um, and talking about all things money and finance. I think that we don't talk about it enough. And that's why it's so hard as entrepreneurs and mothers to talk about it because we're not talking about it enough. And so we just, I, I want to take all the overwhelm out of this topic. So I started my company seven and a half years ago, Kickstarted Accounting. Uh, we, the mission of the company is to help, especially women entrepreneurs understand their numbers so that they can have the business that, that they, that they love and that they want to have. Um, I had a very, very windy journey through, uh, to entrepreneurship. I think like many people. Um, so uh, I was working for a, uh, a corporate accounting position as the CFO, uh, also a mom of, of two kids at the time. And what I found was I was, although I was having a great time doing what I did every single day as a CFO, I was really spending my days making the rich rich, right? So I would go in every day and lead the accounting department um, and help the board of directors and the investors and the CEOs. I would help all of them make really, really strong business decisions using all the accounting information, all the data that I was giving to them. And I was learning so much from them about how they were able to make really powerful, swift decisions. It was amazing to witness. However, I knew that there was more of a calling for me. Uh, not only was I leaving my kids all day to be in a uh, corporate environment. I also wasn't making the impact that I knew I, I could make. Mm-hmm. I knew that there were entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, who desperately needed that same expertise, that same data, that same know-how, uh, the same decision-making tools as these CEOs and, and investors had. But what I found was that we needed bookkeeping first. So in entrepreneurship, when I talk about make data-driven decisions, people are like, whoa, I don't even have bookkeeping in place. Hold on. Mm-hmm. And so as, as our firm continued on, we said, all right, let's pause. We need bookkeeping. We need to have a strong foundation for every single business owner so that then they, people can make data-driven decisions. Then we can use all these tools and techniques. And so that's what our firm does. We, we do bookkeeping for entrepreneurs to help them make business decisions. 
I get to wake up every single morning and impact so many people and come and talk on beautiful podcasts like like yours about how people can overcome the fear around money and really step into your journey as entrepreneurs. Mm, I love that. And why numbers? What was it about like your life and how it unfolded that you would go to accounting? What was that? that, that I'm, I'm really curious about that. Yeah. Interesting. So um, I'm not one of those people who ever um, said I would become an accountant. Um, actually, it was very surprising to my entire family. Uh, I was, yeah, I was, I, I'm pretty sure I failed algebra. Um, I, I was not a numbers person growing up. However, I actually did the cosmetology program in high school and I worked as a hairdresser uh, coming out of high school uh, as I was going through college. And I actually started my college career because I wanted to open up my own hair salon. But what I found once I got into the hair salon was that I loved the numbers piece of it. And so (laughs) I would work with all the other hairstylists and say, all right, if yes, you could do 25 haircuts today. But because you can charge more for a color and a highlight, let's do four color and highlights and only, you know, and only haircuts as an add-on and look at how much more money you can make. And then if you make X dollars, you can get into the next commission tier. And so I was helping the other stylists say, all right, what commission tier do we want to be at? How much money do we want to make? okay, how do we get there? How many clients do we need to see? What services can we offer them? Um, How do we get those clients to come back to us and repeat clients? Uh, And really diving into all of the numbers behind being a hairdresser. I know that sounds crazy, but no, I just, it doesn't, doesn't at all. And strategy yeah. too. It's not just numbers. I'm also hearing strategy. Yeah. 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 And so I loved it. And I loved how helping the other stylists too, right? It wasn't just, how do I get more money? How do I see more people? I would, I would sit down with all of them and say, all right, how do we all work together? You know, there was uh, corporate goals too. So if the whole salon had a goal, we got even more money. So I said, how do we all hit this goal together? And so I realized I loved numbers. I loved working as a team. I loved mentoring other people. <laughs> um, and then, you know, took me a while to get to entrepreneurship, um, you know, working through corporate, but it all started in the hair salon. That is so interesting. I never would have known. <laughs> yeah. really... And leadership. I hear also leadership in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Not only do entrepreneurs leave numbers to the last thing because they don't know, because you're making a lot of hypotheses, you know, and do those hypotheses, you know, come true or don't they? And then you've got to pivot and so it's tricky. It's, it's really tricky, especially when you're starting out. It's different when you're, you know, your turnover is several million and then you go from, I don't know, 14 million to 20 million, then you have different problems too. But what stage entrepreneur do you, does your firm usually work with? Usually we're working with clients who are um, just hitting six figures uh, up through about a half a million. Uh, some of our clients are, are hitting their first million. Uh, we find that the journey, it's more about the mindset of where you're at within your accounting journey and your financial journey within entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship than the revenue. So for us, it's the people. That is so interesting. Yeah. Because you could be bringing in half a million dollars a year, but you don't have an, you don't even know that you're doing it. Right. We had a client who came to us a few years ago who said, 
Danielle, I, I'm, I'm so little. My business is so small. I don't even know that you'll want to work with me. I, I but I, I don't have any accounting in place. I don't know what my numbers are. I'm pretty sure I'm losing money. And when we, we did what we call a catch up. So we, we pulled in all the transactions year to date into the QuickBooks file. And we said, uh, no, you are not little, you know, you are doing a half million dollars a year. You need to actually start saving for taxes because you have a profit. And, um, and so it's not about, are you hitting six figures? Are you hitting seven figures? It's where are you at? Do you have the right systems in place? Do you have a team to be able to go to and say, Hey, I'm thinking about hiring on another person. Can I afford it? Do I have the budget for this? Help me plan out my next six months. Help me plan out my next my, my next year to make sure that I can afford to hire somebody. Yeah. Am I saving enough for taxes? Mm-hmm. Am I? Uh, I'm thinking about launching a new revenue line. What What does that look like? And so, having a team behind you to be able to support the decisions is even more important than what's your revenue and what's your profit. I love that. That's really interesting. I was not expecting you to say that. I mean, and like finances, people also leave their health to the the last you know item on the list, especially entrepreneurs, because you know we feel like we have to be there all the time and working evenings and weekends, and it's like you know work hard and then it'll work, you know, and that's not always the case, actually. Um, frequently, that's actually, actually it's in the case. I, I really don't think it's. The, I've I I did learn the hard way uh, when I first started the business. I was you know pulling my computer back into my bed after the kids went to bed. And I was uh, listening to a lot of motivational speakers that were talking about, I get up earlier than you and, and right. I'll get the deal because I'm going to get there first. And, mm-hmm. and I really subscribed to that mindset. And um, throughout the years, I, I really put wellness as, as a priority for me at personally. And it shows in my business because this morning I did my entire morning routine and worked out and had my smoothie and, and, you know, um, did my meditation and got outside with the dog, but I was able to, when I sat down at my desk, I was able to give you my best energy. Whereas if I would have been the first one to the office or we work virtually, so that's a joke, but, <laughs> but the first one to my computer and, 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 you know, neglected my sleep and neglected myself, I wouldn't show up for my clients. I wouldn't show up for my team with that same energy. So mm-hmm. I hope that entrepreneurs can get off the grind mentality and really put themselves first. Yeah. Because if not, it leads to burnout. I can say, you know, firsthand as well as the thousands of clients I've worked with, it leads to burnout. It does. So you're not really killing yourself like today, but <laughs> if you keep it up, it's just, it really catches up with you. You age prematurely. You don't have energy and stamina. Um, oftentimes it leads to some kind of disease. And so we don't want any of that, right? Of course not, especially for mothers. Um, because, you know, our kids are looking at us and we're modeling for them. It's really interesting. My daughter said to me yesterday, mom, I really like a morning routine. She's going to be 17 in a few months. And I said, yeah, it's, and I just kind of like nodded my head and, and I'm thinking to myself, I've been trying to tell you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but if you would have said it, she wouldn't have listened. If no, you, but- you just do it, then they'll see it and, and have that experience ingrained in them. Exactly. Uh, and you know, she's like, yours is a little elaborate mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, got it. <laughs> so cute. Um, so you're a mom of two, you said? 
Yes, two. Yes. Yeah. So you there? How old are they? My daughter is sixteen, and my son is twelve. Okay, so we both have sixteen-year-old girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's an age. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. I've said parenting has been my greatest greatest teacher. Yes, absolutely. And teacher, um, really, and just and how I'm showing up uh, for them, and how I not just am leading, you know, my team, my business and my movement, but leading my household and leading my example. Um, it really has helped me tune into, into that, that experience that I don't think if I had become an entrepreneur, I would have been as in tune to, uh, that self-development of what they're seeing and how I'm impacting them. Yeah. It's such a huge responsibility. I don't think I realized how big a responsibility it is. And, and until actually she got into, you know, her teens, it's, it's enormous. And I think that our kids are also not really learning financial literacy. It is astounding how, how much my daughter has learned and I've taught her, but uh, there just, there isn't any infrastructure actually to teach these kids and like for the longest time, she's like, well, doesn't like the money. She just thought the money filled the bank account because everything got paid with cards. There wasn't so much cash and there isn't for this generation actually. Yeah. And so it's just so fascinating and it's such a needed, needed uh, time for that. Yeah. Well, um, they're, they're not getting it in school and I don't know if this is good or bad, but you know, my kids actually get frustrated with the school system because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they realize that they're going to come out and not know how to file their tax return or balance a checkbook or invest in, in stocks. And so they've heard me say this for so long that, that we need to learn these things. They need to have these tools as they, as they grow up. And so um, they've actually become frustrated you know, in school that they're, they're not able to, to get those tools. So we've talked a lot about how we can, um, give them the tools so that when they are ready to step out on their their own, they're going to be ready. And if they're ever ready for entrepreneurship, that they have the tools, um, to be able to, uh, to be able to make that leap. And when I say tools, I don't just mean the actual physical tools, the money mindset, the wherewithal Mm, to be able to do that. Um, that's big. We yeah. We don't realize the impact that our words and our actions have on the money mindset piece. It's true. Scarcity mindset, for example, and which I, I definitely suffer from, I'll be perfectly honest. And, um, but I also give my daughter money to manage, you know, like I, uh, I don't mean like to invest, although her, she does have family members who've done that and she's not quite sure how to navigate that world yet, but she's like, it's easy. You just invest in, uh, in stocks, mom ETFs. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> That sounds really easy, but I don't know. Um, No, but also creating limits and then requiring her to like budget. Like it's it's really interesting to see and and watch it unfold. And like, she'll get herself into a little bit of debt and I get nervous. I'm like, no, 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 no. cute, but I'm enabling it. You know, it's like such, you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're actually trying a new system, uh, for my son. We didn't do this with my daughter, uh, but he's, he's 12 and he's, he's want a little, wanted a little bit more freedom to, you know, go out to eat with his friends or yeah. um, whatnot. So we're trying, it's called green light. Um, it's a, it's a debit card for, um, for kids and teens that you can preload it. And there's an app on their phone so they can see, 
where they've spent money and how much money they have left oh. to spend. Um, so we're going to try that over the next few months, um, to see how that goes. Cause, um, it, you know, I don't want to, you know, with, with my daughter and I felt like I could do this. I gave her, you know, a credit card un- under my name. Um, but I don't think you learn the same valuable insight by having a limit and being able to see where you've spent money. Absolutely. I was able to get my daughter a bank account um, and she, she manages it, but it's uh, she's like, I want a savings account and I want two checking accounts. And she's like, so cute. <laughs> um, but modeling is key. So as a mom and an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur that's, you know, leading other entrepreneurs, um, how do you resource yourself? Like if we were to look at you when you're, you know, feeling tired, what, what do you do on those days to kind of get yourself back on track? Um, I am a big proponent of movement, um, mm. whatever that might look like for the day. Um, you know, most mornings I, I like to, um, you know, go for a run or, or um, spin some kind of, uh, lift weights, some kind of activity. Um, I'm also, I, obsessed with yoga. So uh, a lot of times in the evenings, um, I, I love that movement and, and breath practice. Uh, so that's really how I care for myself is to make sure that I'm putting those things, you know, we talked a little bit earlier as a, as a priority. And I hope that my kids are seeing that, um, that when you are tired or that when you, um, when you need your cup filled, that you're allowed to prioritize yourself and you're allowed to prioritize it in a healthy way. Yeah. And for those of you who are inactive, who are listening or who struggle to work out, it kind of, it's kind of like, um, it seems, it seems like a counter thing. Like I'm tired, so I can't exercise. And, um, I, I, I think we're here to, to tell you that like, if I don't exercise, I don't sleep as well. So I wake up feeling, you know, not as well rested, you know? And so it's, it's, it's an essential thing. Like, I can't even think straight. Like you were saying, the quality I can bring to this would be totally different than if I didn't hadn't had my workout this morning. And it's, um, there's no food, there's no supplement, there's no, uh, treatment that can, can replace what exercise does to your brain and your physiology. It's just, yeah. and, and I think it's daunting for people, um, uh, you know, you don't, I didn't go and sign up for the marathon, right? I signed mm-hmm. up for the 5k first and, and, and just started movement, right? Started that walk. Um, and, and <clears throat> I have to remind myself every day, right? I'm, I'm tired. That means you go, right? That doesn't mean you don't go. That means you, you have to make sure that you go. Um, but it's the same thing. I use this analogy when I, um, talk about finances too, right? So this, you know, people are like, well, look at your profit and loss statement. I, I can't even imagine getting to my profit and loss statement. What does it even mean? So start small, right? So you start by managing your numbers in a small way today, and then you build on that tomorrow. It's the same with the with a, a physical activity routine. You start really small and you build on it. So I think it's just so important to like to take away that lesson and that no matter what feels difficult, you can chunk it down and just start where you are today and then yeah. let momentum build on itself. Oh, I love that. And it's such a, cause I was just going to ask you what piece of advice you'd leave for our audience. And you just 
<laughs> it must have been reading my mind. <laughs> That's brilliant. I really appreciate it. <laughs> so you have some tools um, that can help. I'm sure your firm could help also like one-on-one, but could you tell us a little bit more about how people find you and what it is that, you, that they can do to help themselves? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I would love for everyone to um, come to the website, profitplannerbookkeeping.com. Um, there, there are, uh, we uh, wrote a book about two years ago called the Profit Planner Book Series. So if you're somebody who's working uh, as an entrepreneur on your own and you need some guidance on, on, on working through your money mindset and the foundations of bookkeeping, you can find more information about that. And we have a five-day video book, uh, boot camp uh, where we'll email you a video each day for five days. Again, it's the basics to get you started. I don't want to throw you into the deep end. I'm not signing you up for the marathon. I want you to, to sign up for the 5K, right? This is the this is the first action step. This is the first piece to get you set up for, for success in the finances of your company. Come hang out on social media. Uh, we are at Kickstart Accounting. Uh, Instagram is my absolute favorite. Uh, we're doing some really fun polls and uh, tips and tricks there lately. So nice, nice. You've got these programs they can enroll in, but they can also contact you directly or your team directly so that they can maybe get a little excavation. For yeah. <laughs> so if if you're somebody who's like, I don't want anything to do with this on my own. Um, I'm, I'm ready for some help, or you want to talk about your specific situation, you go to, uh, calendly.com slash kickstart accounting, uh, book a, a strategy call. We want to hear about your situation. Our team is here ready and waiting. We love being a resource for entrepreneurs. That's literally what my entire team wakes up every morning to do. Uh, so you could book a call, uh, talk about your specific situation and, and uh, explore whether or not it'd be a good fit for, for for you to get these bookkeeping procedures in, in order and get it most off your plate so that you can focus on you, your health and your business. I love it. And you know, it, it's, it, especially if you're someone who doesn't even know where to start, it sounds like <laughs> yes. call, because everyone yes. needs it actually, unless you've got it handled, which most entrepreneurs that I do, I know do not, um, especially in the size that you're talking about. So I just love what you're doing. Thank you so much for sharing your story and the work that you're doing. Thank you for having me here. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. It mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. 
Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me. Thank you.